Song Salad with Shannon and Scott. Welcome to Song Salad with Shannon and Scott. I'm Shannon. And I'm Scott. And together we're buttery. Mm. Is there anything better than butter? (laughs) That sounds like a tongue twister. (laughs) It kind of is. Is there anything better than butter? It's hard to say if you have too much butter in your mouth. True. Tell me about your butter, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just had some like herb butter that I made on Mm. some steak. Mm. And it's just like... It makes everything better. Yeah. Like there's there's little that can make steak better than it is. And butter is one of those things. Well, I'm not a big steak person, as you know. Yes. But I do love butter. And <laughs> I did have a generous amount of it on a waffle this morning Ooh. at a diner in Pennsylvania. Was it that like whipped butter? Um, It wasn't. It was just like, you know how whenever you get... A um a breakfast confection, yes. um, <laughs> and it comes with butter on it. So I'm talking pancakes. I'm talking waffles. I'm talking like hot cakes or whatever. Johnny cakes. Johnny cakes. Sure, sure. Flapjacks. Guess, yes. <laughs> Which are aren't they the same as pancakes? Ho cakes. Ho cakes. Panakukins. Panakukins. Um, and it comes Stroop waffles with butter on top. Uh huh. You know how it's always like a ball? A ball, yeah. It's yeah. like a melon ball scoop of yeah, of butter. It was like that. So it wasn't whipped, but it was a ball. Gotcha. Well, at least it was a ball. And you had a ball with your pancakes. I mean, waffle. <laughs> Is this a bad intro? Should we start over? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is there a such thing? No. What are we introducing? Song salad. Hey. Which is a short song that we write about a random topic in a random style of music. We get those randoms. Ooh, <coughs> we get that those again. randoms. <laughs> we we got the randoms. <laughs> we have a case of the randoms. I also have a case of butter in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> we get our random genre and topic by spinning the salad spinner, which is a suggestion that comes from you, our loyal listeners, for some noise or impression for us to do very, very well. <laughs> While we get our topic and genre for the week. Yeah, that's what I said. That's how we get our topic no, and genre. No, but you didn't say that, did yes, you? Yes, I did. What? You're not listening to me. <sighs> I listened to you literally, probably 24-7. <laughs> literally, probably. <laughs> literally, probably. Yeah. Uh, this week's Salad Spinner suggestion comes from Vince. <laughs> Vince Colosimo. At V underscore C. SSS. Literally just freestyle rap for 10 seconds. Oh, my God. Does this stress you out? This stresses me out so much. <laughs> but you, uh, you're a lyricist. You're a wordsmith. Uh, yeah. You can just rhyme things. I did, um, I did hoedown pretty okay with you the other week. That's true. Yeah. And in our blues episode, you, like, rewrote my lyrics on the spot. That's true. That's true. But, like, rapping is different. Does it help if I give you a topic? Oh, yeah, sure. You want to go first and I'll give you a topic for I it? I want to go first to get it over with. I want this to be like a Band-Aid and okay. just rip it off. All right, your freestyle rap topic, and I'm going to time 10 seconds. Okay. Hold on. Let me get my phone out. Great. Your freestyle rap topic yes. is yes. the Food Network. Ready? Oh, yeah. Go. From Rachel Ray to Bobby Flay and all the chefs in between. You got 
from kidney to the green bean. <laughs> and you chop That's it up. That's 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Vince. Spin. This week is going to be super. Super Soka. Super Soka. <laughs> get it? <laughs> uh, if you don't get it, that was a kind of squirt gun. A super soaker. In- the like 90s that everyone wanted was a super soaker and this week's genre is called soca spelled s-o-c-a soca soca also defined by lord shorty its inventor as the soul of calypso s-o-c-a bolded is a genre of music that originated within (laughs) a marginalized (laughs) subculture in trinidad and tobago in the early 1970s what when you when you Say formatting aloud is, <laughs> is really good audio. Well, I'm just anyway. trying to bring people into our experience of reading this article. Oh, you are. You like certainly are. Anyway, sorry. I couldn't help but laugh at that. So, originated in the early 1970s and developed into a range of styles by the 1980s and later, Soka was initially developed by Lord Shorty in the early 1970s in an effort to revive traditional Calypso the popularity of which had been flagging amongst younger generations in Trinidad by the start of the 1970s due to the rise in popularity of reggae from Jamaica and soul and funk from the USA. Soca is an offshoot of Kaiso Calypso with influences from chutney, cadence, funk, and soul, which are all other music genres. A sound project was started in 1970, at KH Studios, C-Lots in Trinidad, to find a way to record the complex Calypso rhythm in a new multi-track era. Musicians involved in the initiative were Robin Imam Shah on guitar, and he was the lead of the project. Okay. Angus Nunez on bass, Errol Wise on drum. Von Rick, <laughs> Just one drum. Von Rick Maynard also on drums. Clarence James on percussion, Carl Henderson on keyboards, David Boothman on strings. And some of the early songs recorded at the KH Studios that benefited from this recording project are Indrani by Lord Shorty and Calypso Zest by Sensational Roots, both recorded in 1972. Later came the Soka hits Endless Vibrations and Sweet Music by Lord Shorty, recorded in 1974 and 1975, and Second Fiddle by Ella Endall, Recorded in 1976. So this seems like they were like on a mission to revive this style of Calypso and bring it into the new popular music era by incorporating these funk soul elements to it. And they like had a project studio to make it happen. That's very cool. I like how purposeful it is. Yeah. Um. So this Lord Shorty guy. Tell me about Lord Shorty. Yeah. Well, he... So, like we said, Soka is soul of Calypso, but the name has nothing to do with the fusion of American soul music and Calypso. Okay. As Soka is rhythmically a fusion of African and Calypso rhythms. Okay. Um, so, Lord Shorty uh, initially spelled the hybrid as S-O-K-A-H, mm-hmm. and then stated in 1979 in an interview with Carnival Magazine that, quote, I came up with the name Soka. I invented Soka, and I never spell it S-O-C-A. It was S-O-K-A-H to reflect the East Indian influence. 
So why don't they change it? I don't know. Probably because maybe it seemed like more approachable and less foreign as S-O-C-A. I don't know. I guess. Or it's just simpler and easier to remember. Yep. Four letters. (laughs) Yep. Um, Trinidad and Tobago or Tobago. Tobago, Tobago. I've heard it both ways. You say Tobago. I say say Tobago. 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 Let's call the whole thing Soka. Anyway, um, (laughs) just to give a little bit of context about these two islands, because I think it's important to sort of understand where they are, not just like geographically, which is off the coast of Venezuela. But um, Trinidad was a Spanish colony since like Christopher Columbus Mm -hmm. in 1498. And until the Spanish governor, like 300 years later, surrendered it to the British fleet. And then Tobago was owned at, well, owned, I guess, seized at different points by the Spanish, the British, the French, the Dutch, and Corlander colonizers? Corlander? Coronian. What is that? So it's... Is there a place called Corona? It was a vassal of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Naturally. Natch. Um, so these islands have kind of been like hot potatoed around um, by invading uh, European forces. forces. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. But today they are independent, but together... Um, they are together. They are the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago, Tobago. Okay. And they are a sovereign state. Yes. Nice. So what does this music sound like? Yeah. Well, instrumentation wise, soca music is based on a strong rhythmic section that is often recorded using synthesized drum sounds and then sequenced inside computers in the computer. What? However, for live shows, the live human drummer emulates the recorded version, often using electronic drums to trigger drum samples. The drum and percussion are often loud in this genre of music and are sometimes the only instruments to back up the vocal. Soka is indeed defined by its loud, fast percussion beats. Synthesizers are used often in modern soca and have replaced the once typical horn section at smaller shows. Electric and bass guitars are found very often and are always found in a live soca band. A horn section is found occasionally in live soca bands, mostly for bigger shows, and it usually consists of two trumpets and a trombone, with saxophones being part of the section from time to time. Uh, Other metal instruments may include cowbell or automobile brake drum, and obviously we have vocals in this genre too. So a lot of the... um offshoots of soca which there are a ton of these kind of recognized related genres um it seems like a lot of the related genres like why they are different is because they um were cropped up in different locations so Uh like for example there's chutney soca which is like hindi lyrics and it originated in india but then there's also things like uh parang soca which includes like Venezuelan and Latin musical influences and it's sung in Spanish. Cool. Um, something called Groovy Soca that I thought was interesting um, was pioneered by that same guy, Robin Imamsha. And uh, it focuses on melody in Soca, 
apparently because of the criticism of Soka's ubiquitous, quote, jump and wave only lyrical and musical content. <laughs> Put your um, hands in the air. Yeah, exactly. So Soka, I think, as like the bass genre, has a reputation for being like party and dance music. I love that. Uh, me too. Um, but these other um, sub-genres kind of like took it and, you know, tweaked it and made it their own. Yeah. So that Robin Imam Shah guy had the first Soka song to make it to the Billboard Top 200. Oh. And that was called Sweet Soka Song, La La La, T-T-T. <laughs> so there you go with that jump and wave. <laughs> and that came out, I believe, in 1977. And fun fact, Donna Summer was a background vocalist on the track. What the heck? So let's listen to a little bit of that as one of our examples here. Great. I was sitting in a disco digging people now another song that's listed here under the worldwide hit soca songs or songs that incorporate soca music section uh, of this wikipedia article amazing is who let the dogs out oh by the baja men good oh good apparently was a cover it says originally recorded by anselm douglas what let's find that original let us find that original also if you knew that who let the dogs out was a cover Tweet at us because, like, handshake to you. Oh, my God. 1998 original Anselm Douglas. Well, Who Let the Dogs Out can't, by the Baja Men can't have come out much later than 1998. I, I guess not. Uh, yeah. What? Okay. We, we're we playing this for them, oh obviously, right? Yes, obviously. Okay. So Anselm Douglas, 1998, Who Let the Dogs Out uh, by the Baja Men came out in 2000. Uh-huh. So they... they Took it and made it sound a lot poppier, for sure. Um, and like, God, let's like, let's just play it. It's beautiful. Here it is. So I love the first YouTube comment here, which is, holy shit, I used to have a friend who swore up and down that his soccer team used to use this song in practice back in 1998, and I always told him that was impossible because the song didn't come out until 2000. This must have been the version he was talking about. He always thought it was the Baja Men, mind blown. Oh my so gosh. I'm sure he's not the only person to have that experience. Yeah. So if any of you are like, if, if we're, we're, if we're freaking your beans out there because <laughs> uh, you now know that there was a slightly older version of Hula the Dogs out, let us know. And obviously that, that does sound so much more Calypso. So much more than Calypso. Than Who Let the Dogs Out by the Baja Men, which sounds much more party anthem. Yeah. Early 2000s ish <laughs> yeah so fun facts all right well topic time topic time it's time for me yeah oh yeah you to have freestyle to freestyle rap, rap for 10 seconds yep and you got to give me a topic i will all right okay. you have to freestyle rap uh-huh. about gym class gym class okay yeah all right ready go 
dodge in the ball as I run up to the wall and I hit the volleyball and it hits my friend Dave. Dave falls down and he scrapes his knee and he's got to go to the nurse Stop. and he gets bloody. <laughs> I mean, I guess you did better than me, but like low bar. <laughs> low bar. Like you wouldn't like be able to, you would not be able to limbo over that, under that bar. <laughs> so low. Spin. Spin. Oh. Oh, man. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the Sega CD video game. <laughs> so not even the, the franchise of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, not even the TV show, the Sega CD video game. From 1994. Wow. Produced by Sega True Video and released by Sega in the US and Europe in 1994. This game consists mostly of footage from nine episodes of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers TV series. How does that well, here's, here's what gets interesting, which featured footage from Kyoryu Sentai Zyu Ranger, which is probably the original Japanese yeah. version. Yeah. So listen to the gameplay. Gameplay requires the player to press certain buttons at precise moments throughout the game as they appear on the screen. <gasps> it's just the TV show, and all of a sudden, like, A will appear on the screen, and you have to hit A when you see it. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so you know what this is the equivalent of is what? whenever you see in the grocery store a mom with like a kid in the, like the front basket and the yeah. front basket has one of those little fake steering wheels in it. Yes. <laughs> and the kid is like driving, quote unquote, the shopping cart and the mom is just pushing the shopping cart or the dad is pushing <laughs> the shopping cart. So like. It's just giving children the illusion that, that whatever they're, they're doing has anything to do with the story that is playing out in just repurposed footage. Well, it says if the player misses a button, the health meter will drop. Oh so I guess God. that you can die. However, there are points in the game where the player can press a button unprompted for extra points. What does that mean? I don't know. At the end of each level, the player's progress is tallied. The points earned will be used to refill the player's health meter and can even score an extra life. Footage from episodes of the television series were used for the game. This footage was heavily cut down for disc space and length and level length. As a result, the five part quote green with evil serial was turned into four small segments for the game. The game has a total of 10 levels. Levels six and seven are playable only on normal and hard modes and levels eight, nine and 10 are playable only on hard mode. So I guess it's almost like, Dance Dance Revolution huh. too, right? Where you just have to like wait till you see something pop up on the screen and react to it. But instead of dancing with your feet, you're just pressing buttons on a controller. Hey, I found a YouTube review of this game. Oh, yes. Let us watch this. Here we go. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. What a terrible game. Like, it's so bad. It's literally the TV show and then little icons pop up. That say like left, right, punch, block, kick. kick. But it's like just whatever buttons are on the controller. It has. It's really horribly lazy. And it's like not even the full episodes. <laughs> yeah. And then when you and then the guy uh, we watched a YouTube like review of it. Uh, and the guy showed us that when you die, even in the first like minute of the game, it takes you to this like 
losing screen, this like sequence where like all their zords get like tossed into a volcano or something, which you're like, what are those? What is any of this? Because the first level is like the pilot episode of Power Rangers. You don't know anything about it yet. Yeah. (laughs) Were you into uh, Power Rangers when you were younger? The TV show. Yeah. But nothing beyond that. I never did any video games or action figures really i was a power ranger for halloween yeah i think my brother was too i was the red ranger of course of course you were the red one um the best part about this video game is what the health bar says yeah guys the health bar is labeled <laughs> teens <laughs> so you're you're playing for the health of all the teens all of the teens <laughs> um <laughs> You better push some random buttons or else all the teens will die. (laughs) Um, This is terrible. Oh, man. 1994. People were lazy. Yeah. Or like people didn't understand what video games are supposed to be. I guess. This is is such a bald cash grab. Oh, horrible. You you know what I mean? Like they're just trying to capitalize on the fact that like video games were kind of like getting more popular and Power Rangers were popular. Well, the critical reception of this game uh, agrees with us. <laughs> of course. The four reviewers of Electronic Gaming Monthly magazine gave it a unanimous score of four out of ten, panning the game for its poor video quality and limited interactivity. They said that the gameplay is overly simplistic and forces the player to choose between enjoying the footage and keeping an eye on the on-screen directions, yeah. which they must follow to keep advancing. So it's like, just watch the show. Who needs this? <laughs> Just watch the show. And in case you don't know Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, it's kind of an interesting idea. Because what it did was it took stock footage from the Japanese TV series Kyoru Sentai Zuranger. Um, which was like a big franchise. Um, and then it like repurposed them and then like recast like American actors the kids and like sort of crafted this story around this like already created footage. So I guess that Kyor Kyoryu Sentai Zyu Ranger was like a spin-off or a like subset of this larger series of uh Japanese superhero television shows called the Super Sentai series. Oh, okay. So the subset this Kyoru Sentai Z Ranger, which Mighty Morphin Power Rangers got his footage from, only was fifty episodes of a spin-off. Ah, okay. Sentai, the Super Sentai series. So the word Sentai is the Japanese word for task force or fighting squadron. Okay. Kind of cool. Hmm. Yeah, this is very it's all it's all very weird how this came about and got to be popular. It's also only a single player game. <laughs> You can't even play it with someone. <laughs> this is just an excuse to watch chopped up uh, Power Ranger episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Lame. My brother also had my brother had Power Ranger action figures and he and they had like a little button on their chest where you could like flip the head from like a person head to the helmet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think you, I remember that toy. Yeah. Those were very fun. I found a image of the back of the uh, game jacket, like the case the game comes in. Uh-huh. Here's what it says. Morph into live video action. Ooh. The evil galactic sorceress, Rita Repulsa, and her army of space aliens are back. 
It's up to you to help our teenage heroes defeat her and save the planet Earth. Not just a fighting game, an all-live video action-adventure game produced directly from nine episodes of the hit television series. Punch, kick, and move with all your favorite Power Rangers. Jason, Red Ranger, Billy, Blue Ranger. Oh, this is good trivia. Billy, Blue Ranger. Yeah. Kimberly, Pink Ranger. Zack, Black Ranger. Trini? I didn't know that. Yellow Ranger. And even Tommy, Green Ranger. Summon the spirits of the ancient dinosaurs to help you defeat Rita's henchmen, Goldar, Squat, and the Putty Patrol. Wow. And it says, one player, kids to adults, realistic violence. <laughs> you know, I, watching this, so so the villain, Rita Repulsa. Rita Repulsa. Is, uh, is like overdubbed because it's from that like stock footage, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like thinking about if I were my parents and this TV show came on and it was like clearly this weird chopped and screwed version of a show mm-hmm. from obviously like a foreign language film. And then like, why would I let my kid watch that? Right. Like, it's definitely strange. It is strange. Like, cutting back and forth between these American teenagers and this, like, clearly Japanese woman overdubbed in English. Yeah, yeah. So I clicked on the Wikipedia article for Rita Repulsa, and it's funny. I just, like, scrolled down and was like, oh, let's see what it says about her. And the first thing is, Rita Repulsa is an evil humanoid alien witch bent on galactic domination, period. (laughs) Cash. Very good. Most discernible by her two-pointed hair cones, one may also recognize her by her screeching voice, Madonna-like cone bra, and obnoxious attitude. Obnoxious attitude. Who wrote this? Oh, goodness. Well, we need to figure out how to write a Soka song about this video game. (laughs) Yes, we do. Okay, very interesting. Um... I'm going to do a little bit more of a deep dive on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Sega CD game. Okay. And then... <laughs> Trying uh, to find a play-along version online? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I doubt it Oh my exists. God, no. I mean, it would be pointless. But yeah, and then I will uh, get back to you with some lyrics. I'm going to listen to some more Soka music and figure out what uh, era we want to go with. Because, yeah. you know, the example song we played from... Robin Imam Shah uh, and the original version of Who Let the Dogs Out are pretty different in style, uh, but it's all under the umbrella of Soka. So I'm going to listen to a little bit more and see what strikes my fancy. Sounds great. Bye. Bye. Oh, boy, I went down a rabbit hole. You did. And I, I'm not really sure what you were doing because I was focused on music and you were just kind of going, oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, Uh. I was just, I was reading the like plot summaries for every season of Power Rangers. That's a lot. (laughs) And and, like, it's surprising to me how little of the overarching idea behind it, I did not remember from watching it as a child. Just like the setup of of, like what, who, what, where, when, why. Yes. All of that. Because like, like really... It just seemed like every, I mean, it was a super formulaic show. 
Yeah. Like every, it was a kind of monster of the week thing, right? Where like Rita Repulsa gets like a new space monster to come in and fight the Power Rangers. And there are always those like weird little like, the putties, the putty, like, you know, they're the red shirts, right? They always die. They're easy to defeat. They don't actually present a threat. So those always come in. Power Rangers <laughs> kick their asses. Yep. And then whatever the new like space alien is comes in. And the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers all are like yell the names of their dinosaurs. And then they turn into the dinosaurs. Yeah, right. So that's what those like like um, those like assault. Yeah. Those assault vehicles are yeah. called Zords. Zord. Um, and what I didn't I did not remember at all mm-hmm. was that in like later seasons they like they they like continuously upgrade their zord tech. Oh. Like they ended up they there were like ninja zords and then um and then uh shogun zords. So they weren't just the dino zords? No, they they like kept like evolving kind of. And they they went from like dino to like mythical creatures like there was a dragon and a griffin. Cool. Did you and like a firebird? Like, do you remember any of that? Not one yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then there was all this like interpersonal drama with the Green Ranger, who was the evil one because yeah. Rita like put a spell on him. Oh, is that what it was? Because on the back of the video game, it said "and even the Green Ranger," yeah. and I was like, so "Why is that why? special?" And then I do remember. I remember one moment. Of the reveal, because like so, okay. the, spoilers, guys, oh, for God. Power Rangers. If you're not caught up on Power Rangers from the '90s, stop listening yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. Fast forward thirty seconds. So, um, the Green Ranger, when Rita was enchanting him to be evil, yeah, she had a special wax that uh, touched his skin. Okay, and then she made a candle out of it. And as long as she burned the candle, what? his powers got weaker when he turned good. So, what? so he's like slowly dying because she has a magic people candle, <laughs> voodoo skin candle, exactly that she's burning in her space bunker, and he's getting weaker and weaker. So they have to like find a way to stop the candle. <laughs> so, uh, so I didn't remember that. Man, so- I wish we had like. Water or two fingers. I know. <laughs> or gee, anything like or why this wax can't like magic I wish we wax had candle. a a gust of wind. Yeah. Uh so or like an enthusiastic four-year-old at a birthday party. Right. Who's not who's it's not really their party, but they just really want to participate. Wow. Um, so so then the one moment I do remember, and I didn't remember anything leading up to it, was that Tommy eventually, the Green Ranger eventually like goes away mm-hmm. and then Zordon the good guy makes a new power ranger and it's the white ranger. Oh, I do remember that. And then he comes back and he pulls his helmet off and he's Tommy. Oh. And I remember him pulling the helmet off and all the other rangers being like Tommy or like they or they like freaked out or I think maybe the pink ranger fainted. I wonder I like, why you remember that. I know. Why like why did that stick in my head? <laughs> I want, I do wonder. Um, okay. So it's very, it's all very convoluted. The other thing that really bugs me uh-huh. is that the dinosaurs, half of them like aren't dinosaurs. Well, in that uh, YouTube video of the gameplay, the guy playing the game does comment that Mastodon is not 
A dinosaur. Yeah, and you know what else is not a dinosaur? What? A saber-toothed tiger. Which oh, is yeah. also, which was the Yellow Rangers one. Not a dinosaur. Not a dinosaur, guys. What else was there? There was a dragon. Yeah, a dragon, not a dinosaur. Yeah, so a dra- <laughs> like the dragon eventually, like the I think the White Ranger had the dragon sword or something. And uh-huh. it's like, what are you doing? Like, you are just mixing. You are... Playing with fire higgledy piggledy all over this. It's with also your mythologies. funny. It's funny that the like the commander guy, the um Zordon. the big face is named Zordon. Yeah. For these Zords. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like it's really it's insane. So and then So none of this is in the game. No, none of the, <laughs> then that's why I had to stop. I like I told I told Scott I was like, I'm in a nosedive. I gotta like pull up here. Right. Because I'm getting way too into this, like the whole franchise. So I tried to focus in my lyrics on what it's like to play the game and what the game wants you to feel like, which is like participating with the Power Rangers as they fight, right? Okay, that makes sense to have that like participatory party feel of Soka. Yes, yes, exactly. Cool. Um, So it's like join in. Um, So I want to start with like some stuff that we like yell at the beginning and like you built in like a nice little like warm up beat there so we get to the song. Yeah. Musically, I put together a an electronic drum beat. That's that very classic rhythm of like kind of thing that every Soka song has as a backbone. Uh, And then as the verse and chorus comes in, there's layers of more like Latin percussion, Caribbean percussion. Uh, along with, as mentioned in the Wikipedia article, uh, synthesizer horns and bass. And what else did I do? Is that pretty much it? That's pretty much it. Great. <laughs> and then we'll do vocals. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have some like some yelling over that. Okay. Um, and uh, I will talk about that. Um, and then I think we like start right in on the chorus. Great. Because like you want to get people on their feet, right? Like yeah. You just want them to start dancing. Um, started right out exactly and then in the uh and then after the first chorus we'll do a kind of like verse thing that sort of like builds back into the chorus and then we can hit the chorus as many times as we want great cool ready uh yeah let's go for it okay so here are the lyrics to the chorus morph into a hero gotta save the teens (laughs) defeat galactic enemies by staring at the screen (laughs) left left a b left right b left left a b Left, right, B. <laughs> <laughs> Built-in dance moves. Yeah. So you really get the feel of it because it's supposed to be exciting and then it's not. Right. Uh, here's the verse. Handpicked by Zordon for their fighting power, the Rangers and the Dinozords are taking on Rita. But you don't have to sit at home. You can play a part. Just believe the strength that's in your heart. Aw. Which also like doesn't really make sense, but I've thought that was fine. Because it matches with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like the reasons anyone did anything (laughs) or like anyone was like losing their powers or got their powers back. Right. Like eventually, I think Rita Repulse's boss, Zed, Lord Zed, just Uh showed up with a crystal that took their powers away. And you're like, where did that? What is that? (laughs) You just made that up. Anyway, so just believe the strength is in your heart means nothing, but. Anyway, yeah, it works. Um, and then I'll I'll work out with you what I think like the build up thing should be. Okay. And then uh, yeah, and then we can just um, repeat and fade that chorus till our till our butts fall off from <laughs> dancing. We can't do left left A B anymore. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Great. So stylistically, my 
inspirations came from the 90s and 2000s. Cool. Uh, Chart-topping Soka and Soka-influenced hits, such as Who Let the Dogs Out and Hot, 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 uh, but also some songs that we didn't talk about earlier that we discovered as we were doing a little more research, like Turn Me On by Kevin Little. Turn me on, turn me on. Uh, you know. Yeah, you probably have heard it. If you haven't, you can very easily find it. It was a very popular song. Or Defense, the Anthem remix by Mackle, Matchel, Mackle, Montano, Pitbull, and Little John that has that <laughs> like saxophone sample that's like... You know it. That one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> so I wanted to, to have that kind of feel like you could maybe hear it in a dance club today great so what should we call this song save the teens <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> i just love the teens health bar teens so good not even like rangers or like any no just teens, just teens. <laughs> save them oh my god save the teens here is Save the Teens. A Soka song. About the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Sega CD game from 1994. By Shannon and Scott. Zordon, Zordon for the fighting power. Fight! The Rangers and the dinosaurs are taking on Rita. But you don't have to sit at home. Don't sit. You can play a part. Play. Just believe the strength that's in your heart. Left, left, press left, left. Dude, left, press left. It's telling you to press I left. I watch the show. Come on, press left. Left, left, left. left. Now press A. Move to a hero. Hero up. Gotta save the team. Save them. Defeat galactic enemies by staring at the screen. Left, left, A, B, left, right, B. 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 Megazord activated. Oh, that was fun. You know, <laughs> I would say that the whole of my young life yeah. has been uh, a like pretty earnest pursuit of being taken seriously. Sure. And I realize how uh, fundamentally this podcast undermines that. <laughs> <laughs> like... A lot. Does that mean that you've like come to a point in your life where you're past needing that? Yeah. Well, I think so. I I, I was texting with a friend of mine when I turned 30 and, and we were talking about like what it means when you turn 30 and not that like, you know, it really means anything. But but I was like, I thought that by this point in my life, I would either not care so much what other people think mm -hmm. or I would not care that I care. <laughs> you know i just thought i would ha like i just thought my self-worth would have been like there right 
by the time I'm 30 and like a professional person. Mm-hmm. And then I sing about Megazords in right. my free time. You rap about Triceratops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <sighs> doesn't it make life more fun? It does. I really, I love, I loved. And like, the thing is, I love this song. <laughs> I love it. Like very sincerely and genuinely with the love that I hold for like friends and family. I love this song. Wow. It's special great. song. <laughs> it is a very special song. Well, if you feel the same love for this song that Shannon does, then we'd really appreciate you. Yeah. And you can find out much more about us and listen to many more songs by visiting songsaladpodcast.com. Indeed. And that will have links to our socials or our Patreon where you can become a donor. Uh, if you donate even just $2 a month, that's 50 cents an episode. We will send you a, an awesome vinyl decal of Song Salad uh, of our beautiful album art by Kayla Wassel. Um, and for $5 a month, you get bonus content, which includes like outtakes and bloopers and all of like my very bad singing. <laughs> um, so I can't believe people are paying to hear that, which is awesome. Um, that's got to help your self-esteem. Yeah, I know, right? And yeah, it just goes up from there. But if you are in a position to support us, that's amazing. And if you're not, we still love you. And all we ask is that you tell one other person about us every day. (laughs) That's all we ask. (laughs) Maybe not every day. Uh, But just, you know, evangelize for us. It'd be great. Yeah. And join us in our fun discussions in our Facebook group, Song Salad Podcast, The Produce Section. Yes. And join our Spotify uh, playlist. It's Song Salad Vegetarian's Mega Playlist. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Uh, and uh, we put like example songs and like other related music content that we discuss on the show in the playlist. And it's a lot of fun. And rate and review us on iTunes. Helps us get noticed. And if you give us a review, we will shout you out on the podcast. Yep. Until next week, I'm Shannon. And I'm Scott. And together, we're Triceratops, Pterodactyl, Mastodon, Mast of all things. Triceratops.